After clearing security, Bernhard was led down several nondescript hallways to an elevator that could only be accessed by handprints. From there, his escorts took him down several floors to a sub-basement that probably wasn't supposed to exist, and then through several more boring, unadorned hallways before they brought him into the lieutenant general's office. Like everything else in the building so far, the office was drab and completely lacking in decoration. There was nothing about it that said Novak did business here on a regular basis. This could only be a temporary setup based on the current state of emergency. Novak, who'd been going over several papers on his desk, stood up at Bernhard's entrance. Bernhard's two security escorts quietly left the room and shut the door, audibly engaging the lock behind them. Bernhard stood at attention and saluted. Lieutenant General, Bernhard said. At ease, Captain, Novak said. He gestured at a chair in front of his desk. Please sit. Normally, I would explain to you why I've called you here, but I'm sure by now you already have a pretty good guess. Yes, sir, Bernhard said. I believe that word has finally officially come down from the president regarding what we're to do regarding the, uh, object. Officially, it's being dubbed in all our documents as Object 1156-C, but really, no one is calling it that. The news media has apparently come to the consensus that it's to be called The Visitor, not terribly creative, I know, but there are a lot worse things it could be called. If we had let people on the internet name it, they'd be calling it Alien McShippenstein or some other such nonsense, but you are correct. An official course of action has finally been decided upon. You'll have to forgive me, though. I know a lot of what I'm about to say is public knowledge already, but I have to make sure that this briefing is completely by the book. You understand, I'm sure. Absolutely, sir. There's too much writing on all this. I get that you're going to need to make sure your ass is covered. Indeed, Novak said. He slid a copy of a file folder across the desk to Bernhard. It had the obligatory top-secret eyes-only stamp, although Bernhard doubted that the intelligence within included much that hadn't already been discussed ad nauseum by late-night talk show hosts. That lack of detailed privileged information was, after all, exactly the reason Bernhard believed he was here. Bernhard opened the folder and perused the first reports on top of the stack inside. The visitor appeared in low Earth orbit at 0946 hours Greenwich Mean Time six days ago, Novak said. Weight and length of the object are difficult to determine, as it appears to include some kind of stealth technology that confounds even basic video devices. Basically, the only way anyone has been able to get a look at it at all has been through telescopes. And even that effort is made more difficult due to the fact it is maintaining a geosynchronous orbit that always keeps it on the day side of the planet except for a period of roughly eight minutes after sunset. That it's a made object rather than naturally occurring is not in doubt, given what we've been able to see regarding its shape and proportions. No country or group on Earth is taking credit for its existence, so the assumption is that it is extraterrestrial in origin. Bernard nodded along with all this. This was still within the realm of things that everyone knew. Now was the point where Novak would start giving him more privileged information. All major countries throughout the entire world have been involved in closed-door meetings since the beginning of the visitor's appearance. At this point, it has done nothing to give us the impression that it is hostile, yet all attempts at contacting it have failed. I'm sure you've already seen that, among certain groups, the visitor's presence has been an agitating force. It was at Calton, Ohio four days ago, as well as the growing unrest in Russia and India due to certain charismatic opportunists. What you are probably not so aware of, although maybe you have suspected, is that a number of countries are prepared to go to war over this. It did occur to me that such a thing was likely, sir, Bernard said, not that I completely understand the motivations. 
Just between you and me, Bernhard, anyone who talks that political science mumbo-jumbo about motivations is full of bullshit. There are powerful countries, and there are not-so-powerful countries that want to pretend they are. All of them see this as an unprecedented opportunity to flex their muscles and act mighty. Including the U.S., I'm assuming, Bernhard said. Even if we didn't want to, we'd have to. Everyone's got their militaries on standby, and intelligence seems to think that it's not just because some of these countries are preparing to defend against alien attacks like they say they are. Even little countries that nobody thinks of as having any power, they're preparing to use this as an excuse to move on any international rival at all in the name of shoring up their defenses. I could go on and on about this, but the base point isn't going to change. There is an alien ship in orbit just hanging out, and until we know why, the political situation throughout the world will destabilize has to be addressed. And this, Bernhard knew, is the core of why he had been invited here today. We're finally going up to it, aren't we? Yes, we are, but as you can guess, every country in the world wants their own people up there. If somebody gets in that ship and discovers that the aliens, if there even are any, want to be allies, then they want their own country to have exclusive access. <laughs> 